0: Welcome to the Empathy podcast and you're here today listening to the interview of famous YouTuber Stephanie Moyle.
1: Could you tell us a little bit about your your journey, like how you got to where you are and where you came from?
0: Yes, so I pretty much started on social media maybe about five years ago um, and I started Instagram just... I used it just to post food on it so I went vegan about five and a half years ago and at that time being vegan was just not that common especially in Scotland it just wasn't a popular thing so people were always asking me so what do you actually eat and that kind of thing so I just started kind of posting food only on Instagram I was even posting anything about myself it was always just food 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 um, and then interest just kind of grew from there into developing a blog um, and then I kind of started posting more that I'm into fitness and um, I started working out in the gym and of course the association between the gym and vegan was very much like oh can you do that is that a thing Um so that's when I started making YouTube videos and just trying to show what you eat how a train and how both can come together very very easily um, and then from there two years later I now have a vegan-only fitness site, and yeah, everything's just kind of rolled and progressed kind of as time has went on, so it's really, really exciting.
1: Yeah, because you've got a huge, huge following on YouTube, is, is that your main platform? Obviously Instagram's yeah. big as well. Or?
0: Instagram and YouTube are both of them, yeah.
1: Yeah, but you started off on YouTube?
0: Uh, yeah, I think I started posting a bit more regularly on YouTube. Um, yeah. I probably now I'm more so posting regularly on Instagram, just because it's slightly easier. Um, but YouTube, I do absolutely love it. So I feel like this year I really want to give it a lot more dedication than what it's had the past couple of months, um, and just really kind of get back into showing people how to how to eat vegan meat training. <laughs>
1: yeah, definitely. So was the was there a way that you built it up?
0: Um. Not really. I was very much focusing on like hashtags on Instagram and because that's the easiest way to find things um, and then of course just commenting on other people's pages that were relevant and then you kind of start talking to them and then they start posting on your stuff and it kind of just kind of grew into a bit of a community and that was the way it kind of started growing. grow. Um, YouTube again was kind of just noticing what people were actually searching for um, and kind of, you know, calling your videos after that and uh, using keywords and that kind of thing. So, um, like what you eating a day and, you know, as a vegan, this kind of stuff um, is really, really popular.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so was there any any particular apps or tools that you used?
0: Um, do you just mean in general, like what I use for? Yeah.
1: Did you like use um, Buzzsumo or anything like that to kind of find out what was trending for that um, side of things or... And also, what do you use now just as like to make life easier?
0: Yeah, I've been using Google Trends recently. And okay. I've just kind of found out about that. Honestly, I'm really, really uh, not well versed on all of the apps that are out there, yeah. to, which I could do with looking into. Um, but normally it was just kind of looking at what other people were doing and what people were responding best to. And also what people were asking for as well. So, you know, I put on Instagram, like, what kind of videos do you want to see? And people do just, there was general topics that were coming up that the mass majority wanted to actually see so that is about asking the audience what they want very much helps Um, obviously they engage with that a lot more as well if they've specifically asked to see it.
1: Yeah that makes sense yeah ask the audience you know give them what they want and, and give them good engagement I mean that's, that's another one of the things that I've noticed that you do is you give really good engagement you know you're, you're answering the comments and stuff like does that take a lot of time and, and how do you manage your time?
0: Honestly, I feel like I could be better with it, but it's, 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 I call it Mission Impossible because there's Instagram direct messages, there's comments, there's YouTube comments, there's emails, there's Facebook comments, Facebook messages, there's literally a hundred different ways that people can contact you. And I do have admin time, that's every morning, I spend an hour on comments and try and go through and answer as many as possible and like direct messages and things like that. Obviously, you never get around to answering them all. Um... But I do try and dedicate like an hour a day to going through the ones that I feel like need the most attention, if you like. Um, but it is also mission impossible <laughs> to answer every single one of them.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um and you still manage to get your gym time in?
0: Of well, most important time.
1: <laughs> and, and Gymshark, you you work with Gymshark and you work with other brands, how, how do they come about? Do they approach you?
0: So with um Gymshark they approached me when I think I had about fifty thousand followers at the time. Um that was just luck timing everything was just aligned all at the, at the right time um, But I've been with them for over about two and a half years now and we have like a really good working relationship I really like them um, other kind of long term I've worked with my pro team for about two years as well I started with them kind of more like an affiliate basis and then I kind of reached more back out to them and says look I want you to do something long term um, and then things grew from there with them as well Um, but in terms of like one-off collaborations things like that that's it's a two-way street sometimes people come to me sometimes i go to them it really just really just depends
1: so if someone had a brand that they thought was um you know vegan and they wanted to kind of get someone like yourself what would they what they need to do to either to to get your attention or to get your collaboration?
0: yeah i normally do email so i have like an email like email is the best way to go about it because at least i feel like emails don't get lost you can see emails you know which ones you've answered which ones you've not things yep. that direct, they're just they're all over the place so it's much better email is the most professional way to go <laughs>
1: because, yeah. you know, and, and what should the brand be looking for i mean should they be looking for the amount of uh, followers that someone's got
0: i feel like it's a combination of everything that it should be number one does the person actually suit your brand there's plenty of people with millions of followers but you know, they could be the complete opposite of what your brand actually stands for or what you represent and vice versa. Um, so for me, for example, if I was to work with a brand, I look at number one, are they like vegan, cruelty-free, Do they have a good message, is a product actually any good, and um, have I used it before? If I've never used it before, I'll always ask to try it first, you never just promote something that you've never even tried. Um, authenticity is so important when it comes to collaborations, so that people don't just think you're just, you know, money or anything like that and then obviously followers are important because you have a wide audience also engagement as well it's good to see how how much of your following actually pays attention to what you're doing and reacts with what you're doing and and then even your percentage of your following as well like for example if a brand was coming to me as a female brand but I had 70 percent of my following was male that's not Probably best fitted to them because they would want most of your audience to be female, um, and even where you're based as well. So, whilst I'm based in the UK, my highest um, audience is from the USA, and then the second highest is UK. So, all these things come into play. So, I think it's it's worthwhile to look at the wider scope and not just a case of this person has two hundred thousand followers. Let's just pick them. Um, mm. There's a lot more like encompassed. Is
1: most of your followers vegan?
0: Uh, yes, so I actually posted on my Instagram story and asked if people follow me for vegan or for fitness. And a lot of them did say both, but the majority was vegan over the fitness things. Yeah. Which is good.
1: Yeah, maybe they start out for just fitness and then they've turned vegan, which is which yeah, good.
0: Exactly, yeah,
1: Exactly, yeah. yeah. So I just wanted to kind of go off, off that subject a little bit and move into success. But with success comes. A lot of failures? Is there any failures that you've maybe had I don't maybe over your life or over your career that you, you know don't mind talking about that maybe you could maybe tell us a little bit about and how you've managed to get over that and still keep going?
0: Yeah. It's failures kind of come more as like stepping stones and learning curves. You think, right, that didn't work the way I wanted it to work. So why didn't it work? And should it still be something that you actually stick with and pursue? Or is it just a completely maybe not a good idea type of thing I one thing I did start doing was a um so I have a blog and I have a fitness website and I launched a third website and it was kind of like a vegan marketplace and um, and the failure with that was I just overstretched my ability as one human being to run <laughs> um, so I think sometimes you have all these kind of grand plans and things and then you think but realistically you don't want to put half effort into everything just to have everything running you want to put 100% into what you can actually maintain so for example the blog and the fitness website for me is full plate 100% effort can go into both however if I was to add a third thing on it's just kind of you're doing it when you can type of thing but it's not quite getting all the effort and for me I'd rather put 100% effort into one or two things than 50% into five things so that was kind of the main thing I realized was not just trying to stretch yourself too far Um yeah that was my that's my main
1: yeah um, that makes sense so would you say that is your main like key to success is, is focus on one thing
0: i would say focus on one thing and focus on what is actually working at the time so for example the fitness website was working really well and i thought why would i try and why would i kind of sabotage that slightly to try and build something else on the side of it when i would really rather just focus on one i was kind of creating another thing as a plan b when really you should just always focus on planning Planny's working right with Planny.
1: So, if you had to start again and you literally went back to the beginning, what would you tell yourself? Or say you had five minutes with yourself when you were younger, when you're just yeah. starting off, what would that conversation be? And you've only got five minutes, or you've only got a couple of minutes? Yeah. To be short and sharp, what would you say?
0: Things take time. You, mean, you see plenty of people who reach a million followers, for example, within a year. Um, that's that happens to very very few people, and you can't compare what other people are doing to what you're doing. Um, I definitely don't compare myself in terms of um, like physical aspects or anything like that. But when it comes to business, I'm like, oh, that person's that person's did this and that person's achieved that. Like, oh, maybe I should have you know been at that stage already or something like that. And that's like the main thing is to focus on what you're doing and. It's it's very easy to think, right, I've done all this, but this is what I want to do next. And then you forget, well, actually, look at everything you've already done. Just acknowledge that as well as, you know, wanting to move forward. Obviously, you want to progress and move forward, but not to forget that, you know, you've already accomplished things along the way as well. It's very easy to think, right, oh, there's a million other things I want to do, but don't get carried away with that and just, um, yeah, things take time and that's okay. <laughs> Be patient and consistent.
1: Um, what does the future look like for you? Is there any projects you're working on at the minute? And then how do people get a hold of you and if they want to get involved in some of the stuff you're doing?
0: Mm-hmm. So right now for me, my main goal is to really push my fitness website. I feel like there was no other fitness website that was solely vegan, you know, so like vegan meal plans. Um, and that was something I really wanted to bring through the world, if you like. Um that's what I started two years ago. And the goal with that is just to really make more people aware of it. Um, just because if people don't know it exists then they don't know how that it can help them, um, so my main goal for that is to really focus on that and just you know expose it to as many people as possible. Because without, obviously, it's a it's a fitness website with the meal plans and the workout plans, um, but it's also a community website as well. So it's got inbuilt forums and a kind of supportive group and all that kind of thing. So it's more of the community aspect is what I want to emphasise to people, like a support a support group type of thing, um, rather than just you know be by planning and then you disappear and you've got to go and do things on your own and then you fall off the bandwagon all that kind of thing. It's more like a community, accountability, all that. So it's really kind of just trying to help as many people as possible through that website is the main goal for this year. Um, a, few, a few other things in the pipeline that I can't tell you exactly yeah, what they the are. Um, I've got two secrets <laughs> um, that I'm working on and hopefully will be um, out in the world within a few months anyway. So keep
1: yeah. your Yes, <laughs> look forward to that. So if yeah. people do want to get onto the, the online coaching, how do they find that, it's just just type in?
0: Um, so it's called Vegan Aesthetics. So v- you can just type in Vegan Aesthetics into um, the internet or it's always the link in my um, Instagram bio, always the first link in my YouTube videos as well. So that's just the easiest way to find it.
1: Cool, thank you very much. Thank yeah, you. I really appreciate that. Thank you for your time. Well,
0: thank you very much for having me. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. I hope you enjoyed Stephanie's interviews. And if you like the podcast, subscribe us and also follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn and Instagram. And I'll see you here on the next week. And have a great week.